Fuck me, mate. So it's got to be some time. So where are you going to play, bro? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, it's kind of crazy. So go on. It's crazy, yeah. Yeah, mate. It's crazy world, crazy world, yeah. I think it's just the thing as well is that uh, England, basically, in the Euros, there's like four people in your group. If you get four points, you're basically safe. And England won this match, but they had three points. And uh, so we got, we got this raw this match, so we're on four points. We'll probably get through now. While Scotland lost their first match, they just needed it like ten times more than that Oh, okay, so maybe maybe it was partly like England being nice and uh, being a bit lazy as well. Yeah, I think it's like England being safe was nice, but yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that was more of a joke. Yeah, we'll give you a point, Scotland. <laughs> You're kind of next to us, so. <laughs> yeah, man, we love Scots. We love Scots. We love Scots. <laughs> yeah, the Scots love us. Scots love us as well. Um, but yeah, mate. So how, uh, are we, we going to introduce ourselves to our audience? Can very much do. Um, yeah, let's fucking do it. Um, I'm Darius Laporzio. I've been watching fights for a while. Fucking good solid few years. I think one of the best UFC cards I've ever seen was UFC, the one with, what's his name? The snake on it? The snake. I <laughs> love uh. that. Sorry, I'm strong with these numbers. We love it. <laughs> <laughs> the one with uh, about, fat, uh, fat GSP on you're it. Talking about one of the first, you talking about one of the first cards that we watched together? You talking about the Young J Check card? Nah, yes, the Young J Check. That was one of the best cards. The more, like one of the earliest best cards I've seen. But I don't remember what was the first card that we watched. Do you remember? The first card we watched, I can't, I can't remember. I think the first card I remember the, 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 definitely that that card with the Joanna Young J Check, the uh, the first fight. And what were the other three upsets on that card? It was, it was that fight. Oh, GSP Bisping. Dillashaw versus Cody Garbrandt. Yeah. And GSP Bisping. And, and what was the other one? Old Thick Boy GSP. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was, uh, I think that was the first fight. I think that was the first fight card that me, you, and John watched as a group, anyway. Wasn't it you, me, John, and Jack? John was definitely there. Okay, fair, 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 fair. Yeah, yeah no, no, John was there because I remember being, I remember him taking the piss out of me afterwards. I was like, this is insane! And it was insane, but, you know, John was just like... <laughs> yeah, man. There's a little casual energy in the air, man. I realised that was... <laughs> what a time, mate. I've never been... <laughs> Don't get anyone near as excited about that anymore. But... <laughs> UFC got a lot harder to watch at that point. Mate, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I watched a lot of cards alone in my room, no doubt. Let's be honest. Yeah, 
Five years ago? Man, I'm so bad with time. It's like five, six years ago, bro. Five, six years ago. Bro, Jedward. So bad. So bad for the break. But yeah, I've been watching Jim for like five years. Some of my oldest memories of watching, I used to, I used to watch a lot of uh, K1 back in the day. Some of my oldest memories of watching fights was watching Bob Sapp on the TV. And uh, yeah, all those K1 pride fights. I think I remember seeing Bandley as well. And my big brother's a massive Bandley fan. I think mean, he used to show me a bit of Bandley when I was younger as well. Mm. But, yeah. And, yeah, there we are. Very into UFC and me and Darius. Watch most of the cards, chat endless shit about UFC all the time. So we thought we might as well share it with you guys. <laughs> exactly. Let's <laughs> let's give the fans what they want. Some shit chat about some shit. <laughs> exactly. We're all here for it. And uh, mm -hmm. coming off an coming off an exciting card and into one of these little fight nights. It always end up being some of the more entertaining UFC cards. No doubt, no fucking doubt. I mean, like, this is actually going to be a little bit of a banger. There, uh, there's some pretty creepy card fights on it. I don't know a lot of the early prelim cards, fights, I'll be honest with you. But, um, it's one of the ones, mate. Like, boys who don't have a name, I've got a lot to prove. So, uh, let's go. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's a lot of, it's a lot of fighters. I, I've done, like, a little bit of research on some of the fighters that I'm not as familiar with. And it's a lot of fighters that are coming up with heavy win streaks or finish streaks. Oh, okay, okay. Which is exciting. For example, for example, fourth fight on the main card is uh, Julia La Rosa versus uh, Troy Sung Woo. And you've got Julia La Rosa coming off of two submissions and a TKO win in his last first fight. Mm, okay. Fighting against a very forward heavy Choi Sung Woo as a lot of the uh, sort of fighters coming out of the continent of Asia tend to be. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say, what is Chung Sung Yu another one of these um, fighters that use face as defense kind of fellas? <laughs> a little bit of that, yeah. Yeah. A quite built guy, a quite built Asian fighter that uses a lot of you know face tactics, head punches, <laughs> and yeah, durability. Yeah. I mean, when they're good, they're good. But man, they take a lot. Of, they take a lot of pain. These freaking. Uh, <laughs> thinking like what is it going on in the training camps in, in china that's like jack and sparring is just always just smashing heads against each other like what's yeah, going on I mean, I, I've, I've definitely seen a lot of i've definitely seen a lot of uh, videos of, of asian fighters like fighting against each other and going extremely hard in sparring i don't know about the i know so i know in thailand you know they're very very aggressive but they spar very 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 light don't they yeah they're just kind of like flicking each other it's just like playing a game with them lot yeah, yeah like whenever i From when no, he's like fucking about with his. It's a thing that's not as common because it's definitely not. It's definitely not. It's definitely, not it's definitely not the way in in Thailand. But I don't know if it's different in China and in, in Korea. Yeah. But you have to think like pretty much, pretty much all of these Korean fighters are all fucked glory. I mean, the best example of that is, uh, you know, our main event, Chan Sung Jung. He could be winning a fight five rounds. He's still gonna come after your head in the last second. <laughs> Yeah, well, thinking about it, like, I've been watching Ippo for the past, like, a week, and like, I'm going back through it, just watching the newer seasons, and, uh, 
they talk about like how well japan anyway maybe, obviously this is japan maybe, maybe play to the people what oh okay yeah if i play is the best series you'll ever watch um if you're not into boxing or you're mildly inspired about it or don't really understand that much about it it pretty much teaches you everything you want to know it teaches you like fighters mentality different moves what you need to do like what you need to do head movement wise what you need to train like all that shit but more than that it's emotional as fuck and Every time I watch it, I scream at the TV. I'm like, "Hatch him in the airport!" So, get well into it, bro. Get well into it, man. All about it. Um, Sambai, yeah, all that shit. Basically, an anime that follows the life of this of this boy who's learning to be a, a fighter. Yeah, well, I mean, I, now where I'm at, bro. Where I mean, I don't want to spoil it for you, bro. To be honest with you, but um, but yeah, what I was just gonna say at that point, uh, he's a uh, in in. They talk about how Japanese fighters have a lot of heart, like they rely on the Japan toughness. So maybe that's like an Asian thing. That's samurai, samurai spirit. Yeah, too right, too right. You know, there's a lot of shame when it comes, you know, it comes to losing. So yeah, especially I, th- I think I think that's the thing. I think I feel like a fighter like Chan Sung Jung or even like Duho Choi and fighters like that, they would rather go out and get finished, and they can't have that. Many. It seems that way. They'd rather go out and get finished than get a point victory at times. Mm, mm, yeah, which right, that means that they just rely on like, yeah, which means they kind of like just rely on like they get used to dying on their shield rather than actually just trying to slip shit. But it's weird because I mean, Chang Sung Jung has some of the cleanest little dips like here and there where he slips stuff and just baps it straight down there. No, no, definitely Chang Sung Jung. Chang Sung Jung's defense and his defensive boxing has like you know massively, massively improved from when he first came into the UFC. Though you know, I mean, he used to be pretty much all offense. Yeah. Yeah, so this is uh, Charlie's parents. They're going to be doing quite a few yelling in between in and out of the uh, podcast. <laughs> we should get them to just introduce themselves as well. Um, Mary's partially deaf, so she'll she usually, if you ask her a question, she's like, what? Or pretends like she hears you and just smiles. You know, that's my interactions with her. And I love them. It's great. Um, Dale Boy will give you... Uh, He'll let you know that he's the champ and uh, chat about. 15 minutes of shit, are you? We like a bit of fighting in the ring, a bit of fighting in the house. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so you got to practice, bro. you got to keep the training up. You've got to have that good defense, bro. I've got good shit for this. It's very good. You know, it's like fighting's all about keeping your body under stress the whole fight. So, you know, you got to have that nice home that's environment right. stressful as well. Conditioning myself so I can, you know, clear that hole and fight back. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck it up. They're very good. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, as a segue, so we're talking already talking about the main man, Chan Sung Jung. Mm-hmm. Our main event, and I was just thinking. You know, sort of going into this, I was thinking like, where, where is Chan Sung Jung? Because he, he, he came into the UFC and he straight away had three fighters and nine performances. And he's sort of got this enigma about him. He's a massive, he's a massive big star. He's must see television every time Korean zombies in there. I mean, he's called and the zombie, exactly. so, I mean, that's all we mean. He's called the zombie, so it's like... He's called the zombie, exactly. And he's actually called the zombie, like, they call him the zombie in the... In his actual name at the bottom, it's not even just his nickname. It's actually just called it off. Yeah. So, so. Even on the did you see it on the card? Like you know the little um, what's it called on the uh, fucking what they call the what are they call the posters for it? It literally says zombie versus Ige. It doesn't even say Korean zombie, <laughs> like, just zombie. Because <laughs> they asked him that, 
they asked him when he first started it. They started calling him zombie. They were like, oh, do you want to use your name? He's like, nah, she's a zombie. I'm pretty sure he, it wasn't even like that. I'm pretty sure they were like, <clears throat> calling him both. And he asked them to call him just zombie. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Both like that. Both like that. <laughs> yeah, he wants to. I love it. He's a good name. Very good marketing. Mm. And like, I mean, it must be like, I don't know, it must be pretty intimidating to fight someone called Zombie. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I mean, fucking, or like, what half Brazilian fighters called? Loads of them are called the same name, like, they're all, they're all called like the same intimidating name. I've got it, like. Interesting, interesting. But, uh, Is that an overcompensating? Yeah. I've forgotten that, I've forgotten one thing, 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 i have Well, I mean, that's what I was going to say. Like, I don't think he was himself in that fight. I, I think he, he did. It was a really bad showing and Brian looked great. And like, you know, it was just like partly, I think, I don't know. Maybe it was a mix of styles. Like Brian changed his game so much that maybe that freaked out Zombie as well. Like, I think it was all a combination of just like so much weirdness. And I, I have to think that Zombie didn't look himself. Like, I think he would have, you know, like we just talked about, like, he, I think he would have rather gone out and blasted him with some shit then just get touched all the time. Like, I just didn't look like he had any energy to do yeah, shit. Yeah, it, it, it seemed like he sort of, like, was dulled, like, lulled into a, lulled into a, you know, lulled into the style of, you know, completely just mystified by all the tricks and the, and the work that Ortega was doing. He seemed like he was, he was building up a little bit of momentum. I think it was, like, coming into the second round, then he got caught with that elbow coming through. And then he came that. back again for another two rounds. He, he, he sort of lost momentum again for another two rounds, didn't look like himself. You know, Ortega was just, leading the dance, beating him, beating him mm. up, and then uh, he sort of came out again, quite firing again in round five. But, yeah, I agree with you. He didn't, he didn't have the, you know, the just constant intensity that you expect from a from zombie. But I think a lot of that mm. can be attributed to just that way uh, or take it up, of course. Yeah, I think, yeah, definitely it's a combination. I mean... Uh, the feints that the feints that Ortega were doing were like beautiful, weren't they? I thought I was like his jab is is like yeah. boxing was great. I thought it was fucking lovely. I mean his kicks were just yeah, like floaty as hell, man. It was weird. It was proper strange. Like little faint ankle grabs. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like using all his game. Like it, it's it was correct. That's probably one of the biggest change ups, I've I, I think I've ever seen. To be honest with you, thinking about how he used to fight, like, am that nuts? Nah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I I had. I had a, uh, you know, if I was uh, if I was betting money every every UFC card, I'd have had big money on John winning that fight. And I think that it wasn't really un unfounded with how uh, Ortega's boxing defense had looked before. But Ortega came out in that second fight, and I've just never seen uh, Ortega was fighting really well going forwards before, and when he fought going backwards, he'd sort of get hit or he was just resting and waiting for time to land good counters. Mm. And in this fight, he was fighting masterfully on back foot. <laughs> yes. And then, which, uh, it's called Sony Surprise, but later... Oh, and you broken up a bit.
You know, robot man. Might have got some good signal there. Hello. Hello, mate. Hello. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, which sort of goes into uh, what I'm trying to make the connection about this fight with Ige is that I think despite Ige, Ige's got a lot of the things going for him that you know gave Ortega a lot of trouble in that fight. He's got the mix-up of takedowns. He's got the you know he's got great hands. He's got the mix-up of you know he's got the mix-up of, of, of wrestling and grappling and kicking and, and you know ways to keep zombie focused on more things than just you know uh, countering his boxing. But I think that the the fact that Ortega had the length on um, on the zombie and the fact that he was fighting so well on the back foot, which I don't think Ige can do as well, is going to play into this matchup. Yeah, I mean that's what I was thinking. I'll be honest with you. Like I think he's probably going to have. It's difficult to say he's going to have the boxing advantage, but he's definitely got maybe faster, faster hands and faster feet. But I think he's not as effective on the back foot, like you said. And I think, you know, I think I think a big part is going to play with this is that Zombie's going to have a lot to prove. Like, I think he's going to really tackle yeah. and smash. But I mean, it could be like, I mean, Ige knocked down that boy in like two seconds. So Ige knocked down that boy in two seconds last fight. So, I mean, it could literally be like a banger, like kill him, which would be nuts. Yeah, 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 you're not wrong, you're not wrong, you're not wrong. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just think that this is like, you know, it's typically a fight that he's done very well in. I, I see Ige as like a new age version, so like, you know, a new age sort of version of like Frankie Egg, but they've got, they've got, you know, they've got differences, but you know, that sort of very well-rounded wrestle boxer style. And uh, I feel like Zombie's done very well against stars like that in the past. He's very good with stifling aggression and stifling forward pressure with excellent timing and counters. Mm, mm, so I feel like if he can't, if he wouldn't be able to do this against EJ, I would worry for him a little bit going forward. Because if he can't deal with the sort of forward pressure fighters and he's also struggling with the fighters going backwards and playing that sort of pointy game, I struggle to know how he's going to get a run up to the title. Mm, you're not wrong, you're not wrong. I mean, to be honest with you, it's difficult when he when he's just a boxer. Like, anyone who's going to kick against him is going to have an advantage. But, um, I mean, you're not wrong, you're not wrong. It, it's pretty wild. I mean, if Ige manages to beat him, then really, he's got a real rough road. I mean, he can maybe fight Emmett after that, who's number six. I think I'd see that fight. Um, I mean, Allen, I'd quite like to see Allen versus Jung, but I think it's a bad matchup for him. Um, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a few rough fights. I mean, the Yayir fight is also, if he wins this fight, I reckon the Yayir fight's definitely on the book, on the cards. If he, if he, if he's... If, 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 if,
the zombie was to win this fight, you think the yeah yeah rematch would be on the cards. Yeah, because I mean, otherwise, like rankings rise, you got what Volkanovski versus Max, and they're tied up in the freeway. You know, they're going to be fucking doing the trilogy again, and they. Um, yeah. Ortega is now. I don't know who's Ortega is another fight, is he actually? Ortega, Ortega does have a fight. He's booked champ. Huh? Uh, Ortega's booked against Volkanovski, but it's been it's been Oh, oh, of course, of course, of course, of course. So I mean, is Jack and Max a fight again? Max might fight Yair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, oh, by the way, on that note, I mean, did you hear about mate? Did you hear about Giga Chika? What's his name? Chiga Chikadze? What the fuck is his name? Um, Giga Chikadze. Yeah, what about him? Yeah, mate. Oh, mate, mate. Oh, he called out yeah, yeah after that, and what a fucking fight that would be. What a what a fight. Oh my god. What oh my a destroyer god. fight that. Would be. No way. Yeah, 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 exactly. I don't think I saw any response from uh, yeah, yeah, after that shit. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, he was, yeah, he was a clever guy. He doesn't. He's not trying to. He wasn't trying to fucking. He wasn't trying to try to jump jump in there with the beat when he was on break. He's not going to jump in there with Jigga Chikidze when he's on break. Well, he's number ten. But oh, oh yeah, yeah. Still, you know what I mean. I mean, yeah, I think. What's Yair coming off? Who's his last win, I forget. Hmm, that's a good question. Let me check. Yeah. It's not the zombie fight, is it? Um. <laughs> Mate, the top questions on Google are like, what's happened to Yair? Um. <laughs> the real question is what happened to the beat, man. He had some real problems with his lungs, didn't he? Yeah, I'm. I'm not surprised. I haven't heard that shit, but I'm not surprised. Um, so, uh, yeah, year is coming off a Chanson Gone win, and then a Jeremy Stevens eye poke, and then a Jeremy Stevens unanimous decision, where he actually beat up Stevens. Like, wasn't it? Was it first round Stevens, and the rest of it was yeah, year? Nah, I think it was. I think it was first two rounds Stevens getting beaten up, and then in the third round, yeah, year was giving up takedowns to Stevens. Right. But I mean, he did go so ham the first two rounds. I remember it being like... <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I mean, giving up double the XJB Stevens worries me, though. <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. But I don't, know, I don't know if he'd be doing that. I don't know if he'd be doing that if he's playing it smart. Like, I think he really wanted to murder him, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was definitely the bad side of that one. That was definitely the bad side of that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I Yeah, no doubt. I mean, the fact that he, I mean his kicking game is actually off like another level. I mean, oh, <laughs> it really is. He fucking kicks like jazz. He's actually so quick. <laughs> and like I say, it's not like it's not like the beat where like they're very very quick kicks. Like behind them, like these kicks are ferocious as well. Mm -hmm. And he did, throws like dangerous kicks as well. Like he throws like spinning wheel kicks and shit like that, like combos, which is just like fucked. It's beyond fucked. I mean, there's so many good fights yeah, for him. Right? Yeah, but I do think that was like a, a game plan. Like I think that was just just for the zombie because I mean it, with that amount of forward pressure, if you get caught throwing a kick, you know you're gonna get knocked out. Yeah, I feel I, I feel you, but it was almost losing the fight, losing that fight in the last second of the fight. 
It's very true, very true, very true. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I mean maybe we should mix it up. I mean I would have liked to kick the legs a little bit. It's it is very strange that he didn't do that at all. Um Yeah. But I mean has he done that has he done that in many other fights? Which is how oh I guess I haven't seen the Frankie Edgar fight, but I assume he kicked and got taken down. Um, yeah, yeah, and it's kind of yeah, the fight's not that good that. No. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like, you know, I mean, there's not too much to show, because there's not that much tape on the beat when he's fighting, like, top, top caliber fighters. Wait, the beat, or yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I'm talking about, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, alright, you, you said the beat, so I'll get myself confused. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Charles will sometimes say one person when he completely means the opposite person, but it's all good, it's all good. We kind of get it by the context, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, now nah, he's, he's kind of crazy, mate. He's got a pretty sick record. It's like 12, 13 and 2. Like, he's only lost. He had literally, before the Frank Edgar fight, he went on a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 fight winning streak, which is Caceres, Philly, Hooker, Charles Rosa, like BJ Penn, obviously old BJ, but still. He's got some good wins. He's got some good wins, man. He's a, he's a, he's a pretty good beastie. Yeah, he's got, he's got some good wins. I mean, Caceres is a bit, is an alright name. Dan Hooker, Dan Hooker, is that Dan Hooker at Featherweight or Dan Hooker at Lightweight? Nah, it's Dan Hooker at Featherweight, yeah, it's when he was back down at Featherweight. He was depleted, but I mean, that's still quite a good win. I mean, he's a good boxer, he can kick, leg kick and shit, he's tall, lanky. I haven't seen that fight, to be honest with you. That's definitely a great win, definitely a great win. I think anyone who chooses to kick box on the feet with Dan Hooker and win, impressive. Mm, 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 yeah, exactly. I mean... Yeah, not that. I mean, he's quite lucky in the fact that there's not that many wrestlers up at the top of the division. But to be fair, I mean, Volkanovski and Ortega are up there, to be fair. Yeah, so I'm not but I think that, you know, a guy like Danny gave a very hard fight for Yeah, 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 yeah. But then also Danny Gay like, backs up and uh, tries to box. Like, if you're just kicking a man's arms, he can't really box you. Um, but the wrestling, yeah. you know, would be a bit deep. No doubt. I'm sure he's catching kicks. Yeah. Um... Mate, we absolute tangent. Uh, let's get back on track. Let's look at the card. <laughs> it's a classic. I mean, it's kind of a tangent. It's kind of a tangent. We're kind of just like walking ourselves through the, the featherweight division and the state of the featherweight division as well, I guess. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're, yeah, yeah, too bad. We're running around, you know, Chance and Johnny and Danny again as well. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's talk, about, let's talk about the other. In my opinion, this card is a great fight. You've got three bona fide legends. He literally is, mate. I watched him against Condit, and he actually doesn't look a step behind it. So it's so strange. He looks on it. He doesn't look as angry. Doesn't look as angry, but I feel like it's 
Isn't it? It's crazy, man. He looked, he did some really cool stuff in that fight. I was uh, in the Condit one. He was doing like, he came out straight off the bat and he was doing, you know, when you do like that shoulder feint slash leg feint where you're kind of like leaning over on your right side and looks like you're about to kick and you're about to throw yeah, the right. Yeah. And then he was mixing up that leg kick and right hand well, like so well. I was actually really impressed. And did, uh, that, have you watched it? Did you watch it recently? Uh, what, the Condit fight? No, I watched, I watched uh, a couple of the recent Matt Brown fights. Oh mate, he lands a beaut stepping elbow, like a stepping elbow. It's so I can't remember what he sets it up with, but it's so sick. Like <laughs> yeah. just in the middle of the cage as well, not even like against pens. His finish of his finish of uh, Diego Sanchez, I think it was two years ago, was my favourite finish of that whole year. Oh, that is unbelievable. You no, know, just like fucking Sanchez goes for a body kick and he catches the body kick, spinning <laughs> out with him. Oh, is this a spinning elbow? I thought he just elbowed him into the ground. I think it's a spinning elbow. I think it's a spinning elbow. I think it's a spinning elbow. Let me check this bad boy. But either way, it's a catch and elbow to the toes. It's an absolute dead man. I mean, I know, I know it's Diego Sanchez, but it's doesn't get much better than that. No. Exactly, 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 exactly. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. <laughs> and, and this is obviously, so you've got two of the legends on the card. You've got the immortal Matt Brown, Chan Sung Jung, and of course, Alexi Olivier, a man with... 
quite good power in his own right. Mm-hmm. The only things I'd say about Spivak is that he's got fairly questionable takedown defence on his own. So I think a lot of this fight is going to be dictated to who's doing the shooting. Oh, um, okay. But, uh, and he also he also holds his body up very straight. He's quite susceptible to leg kicks and body shots. Now, Oye doesn't throw many leg kicks, but he does hammer the body. I've watched, I've watched a few of his fights, and all of his fights, as soon as he gets people up against the cage, he's always working body, body, head. They're not ferocious shots, but he's looking for the body, which I think will help with this one. Strange. I, I didn't know you could throw overhands to the body. I mean, uh, I think, so I think, I think his lack of head movement is really going to start to the this side, though. Because that's got a really good jab. Yeah, that's kind of worrying. I mean, I, I always hate it when Olinette gets tagged a little bit and then he does a sloppy shot because then it just gets really like he doesn't really have a good sloppy shot. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Unless it's Mark Hunt, <laughs> like what? Not the best wrestler. Not the best. Yeah, Standing Ezekiel choke to the flop on the ground. That's what we want. That's what we want. <laughs> yeah, which I don't think is, you know, completely. I mean, I imagine Spivak is going to be worrying about that, but I've seen him get controlled against the cage by lesser grappling artists than uh, than than Olinek. I just, uh, I think he'll be, I think he'll be very conscious. I think Spivak, from from what I've seen around, he's a very clever fighter, and I'd be quite surprised if he wasn't find a way to beat Olinek. Right, okay, okay, okay. This actually is that pretty good. You know, hard, hard, hardly any, I think only two of the rest fights have come to decision, and I think only like five out of 70 fights have only next have gone to decision as well. Mm. Or 10. So, I mean, I'd be pretty, if I was a betting man, I'd probably bet under the distance. That's fair, it's a good bet, it's a good bet. I mean, but, who, uh, so who would you pick to win? I mean, so let's say so you're gonna pick uh, Spivak to win, and I'll pick uh, Olinek to win. Olinek, oh, yeah, right? I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. I'd guess probably, I'd guess probably round one or round two. Spivak. I think he's probably gonna. I think he's gonna catch. I think he's gonna be able to catch Olinek with jabs early. Mm. Olinek will shoot. Mm. The problem is, I think if Olinek goes in there and he shoots, he shoots regularly. I think he'll have a far better fight. It's just whether he's got the gas tank to be able to do that 15 rounds. So, Who was he fighting? He was like the Brazilian fat guy that uh, I, I told you was going to be quite uh, quite tenacious. He ended up 
being really passive now, right? Yeah, yeah. Who was he fighting again? Um. Let's have a little. Yeah, look, I have to look. I have to look. Let me check. I'll check. Anyway, I, I, I oh, he's fucking thing. Jake Collier. Yeah, yeah. And I like yeah. Jake's work as well. It was kind of lame. I really didn't think he won that at all. Um, that was pretty lame. Yeah, I have to rewatch it. I don't think I ever watched it. Oh man, he's one of these heavyweights. Oh, bro, he's just one of these heavyweights whose decision everyone like. His last, his, his all his four fights in the UFC have been decisions. How ridiculous is that? Yeah, I mean, because he he's a really, really, really good shot. Um, mm, mm, true, 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 true. true. Yeah, he's good. Right to the card, you like. Oh, Mr. Robot. He's back. Don't hack me. <laughs> yeah. And he ate him like it was nothing. I was pretty impressed with that. But anyway, the, the main thing of that was really the... Um, what's his name? Is it Carlos... What's his name? Felipe. Carlos Felipe. He was doing really well. He was just stalking... That's the whole part of Spivak. He was just trying to stalk Spivak, moving his head a lot. And getting getting out of the way of quite a lot of jabs in a way that I can't really imagine Oli Neck doing. Yeah. And uh, mm. and uh, you know and throwing leg kicks and I think that you know that, there's the things like head movement away from the jab because Spivak throws a lot of just empty jabs by themselves. Right. I think if Oli Neck had the ability to you know duck under that one jab, throw his own right hand, he'd have a lot more success. But I just don't see him having the the reflexes to do that. Maybe you can maybe you can shoot under the jab. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, like, you know, if I was a better man, which I'm now not so much as, but I would definitely bet on an on your neck overhand knockout, just for fucking bounce, like, 50p on maybe a second round. Like I said, man, Spivak does so well with overhand shots. Yeah, but I mean, like, if you throw out jabs, I reckon on your neck, I believe in him, I, I just, you know, I have unbelievable belief in on your neck, um... <laughs> And I, I want to believe that he could slip it over, slip a jab and land an overhand. I mean, I don't think he has any sort of timing. He doesn't have any timing, which is the worst thing about it. Um, but, you know, does what he can. Does what he can. He certainly has weirder feet than I, like, when I was doing, when I was looking at Ollie next fight, like, he, he's super ungainly of his footwork, but he does do weird stuff with his feet to cover the distance in a way that Carlos Felipe wasn't. Like, Carlos Felipe really quite flat-footed, mm. his head nicely, his trunk, and then his hands were definitely significantly faster than Oinek's would be, but he, he wasn't doing the same sort of tricks that Oinek. Oinek's very reckless with his foot positioning, that he'll, he'll, just, he'll yeah. just dive around with his legs to try and land shots on you. It puts himself in danger, mm. but it also helps him land these reckless shots. So, it's true, it's true. You know, Spivak's a tall guy, and he can definitely get caught with those overhands, if Oinek's being weird about it. Yeah. Well, I would have down him. Nice bet. I mean, I'd bet 50p. But I mean, uh, he had a fucking. What is it? Didn't he look really in shape for. Was it the Lewis fight he looked great in shape for? Or was it the. <laughs> no. Unbelievable. One of the most goat performances ever was him just fucking going pure cardio machine on and out striking Fabrizio Padilla for three rounds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was like one of his best performances. Uh, <laughs> 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 he looked amazing. He looked so good. Right, Lying down with his feet up in between rounds, throwing water on his head. What a man! Oh, and then he came out. Oh, then he tried to go. Oh, and then he fought Derek Lewis. <laughs> fought Derek Lewis. <laughs> couldn't. <laughs> couldn't <laughs> strangle yeah, a man with no neck. Like that's one of the weirdest fights. Very, very much confused me that a guy with 59 submissions didn't 
try a bigger variety of submissions when he had so much control of David Lewis and those scenarios. <laughs> he really, he said he had that special move for him, but he just didn't <laughs> bet on Derek having too thick of a neck. Like. Derek just outfixed him. Just fucking, I'm straight up Texas. I'm straight up Texas. I'll just beat you by being thicker. <laughs> yeah. Batter in the neck. <laughs> 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 but it's actually too funny. The like, best bit in that fight, no doubt, is when I like, when Oli like, tries like that scarf off for about four minutes of a round and then just laughs. He's just laughing at how how ridiculous it is. He can't get this submission. <laughs> and then he goes in the next round and just gets knocked out because he just kind of he knows it's not going to happen. He casts himself so hard. Great shit. I know it's terrible, isn't it? I mean, it kind of seems like he's taking a little bit too nonchalant. But I mean, I think he genuinely did find it funny that he couldn't get a guy out. <laughs> Seen, I haven't seen that before. That's pretty sleeky. Yeah, I saw a little bit of that because I think it's all say yeah i was gonna say he, he does a lot of best, his best work on top but i mean uh it, i mean i guess in the ufc hasn't he got most of his submissions from the bottom i'm trying to think like is he because yeah, he's he got, he got, he got that one he got the one from um it's, it's kind of from bottom isn't it but it's like i mean he, he's got hardly any True, 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 I guess. Um, it's not like he got taken down. But, mm. the, uh, but yeah, I think he, I, I still think that, yeah. He, like, if you look at him against Badoom, I mean, Badoom's a hard one, because obviously you're not going to fight many better grapplers than Badoom. Mm. And it's very hard to submit Badoom off his back, of course, but he looks far more dominant in positions, or like, he looks far more comfortable in positions where he's on top than on the bottom against Badoom. I can see that, I can see that. Which is kind of weird, because, I mean, Badoom was obviously a, a bottom player. Um, you thought he'd be a little bit freaked out. Yeah, it's just most of these bottoms, most jiu-jitsu in MMA is working from the top, isn't it? Unless you're, like, unless you're slapping up, you know, unless you're fucking Ryan Hall and you're just leg-locking people all day long. 
Yeah, too right. I mean, it's just difficult because you got them. Obviously, you know, everybody talks about it, but it's got it's a ground pound, isn't it? The ground pound they just fuck you. Like when you're trying to go for something or like figure out, go for, like grab their arm up or anything like that. You're trying to use your legs. And I'll just elbow yeah, you. That's the thing. Like, that's the thing about shit. the deck as well. He's so comfortable on the ground, and sometimes he's comfortable on the bottom. But by God, he just stays in bad situations. He's horrible ground pounding sometimes. Oh, oh, did you? Are you, are you is, I'm guessing Curtis played munched him up pretty roughly. Oh, Oh, yeah. oh. Mr. Roboto. He's young. He's, he's, I mean, Olyak is old and he's like, but a lot of these guys, especially a guy like Curtis Blake, significantly outside. Especially as a grappler. Yeah, I mean, Curtis is a big old boy, though. Big old boy. <laughs> right. Let's crack on to the next one because I feel like. Been chatting about this for, for a minute. Let's uh, let's talk yeah, about yeah, Matt Brown. Yeah. Versus... I mean, Oli Lex, the man, he's always going to get something from my side, but I do get it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he deserves it. He deserves it. He's a man of the game. He's probably good. I mean, how many fights do you reckon he's got left? Last, last, last point. How many fights do you reckon he's got left? That's what I mean. I, I mean, personally, I, I, I do think that the, the punch resistance of Oli Lex is there. Really, I mean, he's just going to He's at 59 wins, bro. <laughs> I know. I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. And there's just, just, just a million winnable fights for him in the UFC. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, all these huge heavyweights just fall over. like. <laughs> especially, especially these, like, huge heavyweights that, like, think they've got a bit of jiu-jitsu. Yeah, yeah. There's actually not a lot of terrible heavyweights that are at the bottom of the division, I think, nowadays. It's weird. I mean, heavyweight kind of looks not too, like, not too terrible, to be honest with you. Like, you got, look, 8 to eight to 15 is Tabura, Augusta Sakai, Chris Dolkus, Watt Harris, Blago Ivanov, Tom Aspinall, and Sergei Pavloch, and then Olinek. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he needs to prove anything. He's not going to prove anything. Like the sixty wins would yeah, be lovely. Realistically, just... he's not going to get to. A, realistically, he's not getting to a title shot. Nah, exactly, exactly. I mean, yeah, no doubt. I would only like the sixty wins because of the you know the sexy dollar, the round numbers. What? Oh, him versus Struve, mate. Oh, why did that never happen? Fucking hell. <laughs> that would have been great, wouldn't it? That would have been great. <sighs> mate, that would have actually been amazing. Oh, two weird, creepy strikers creeping about. 
maybe some jits had happened. I'm sure Oli Nick could try and ragdoll that man, no doubt. He'd take him down. Try to. I also think they can, I also think they can, they can go, they can go hang Greg Hardy. Yeah, is Hardy even in the rankings now? Oh, no, I just checked and I don't think I saw him there. Am I being an idiot? Or... Nah, mate, he's not in the rankings. Oh, mate, you're a robot now. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I can always hear you. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, I don't know, mate. You just keep on, like, getting, I don't know, it sounds like you're purring or, like, um, you're talking through a synth or something like that. You know when you, you know when you're, like, you're talking to, you know when you're talking to, like, a fan? Yeah, yeah, I can get exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Robot, man, that's all you got to say. <laughs> Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot. Okay. Uh, right. Yeah, let's talk, let's talk about let's talk about one of these other fights then. So, right. The, the big re, the big rematch between Peyton Grant and Marlon Vera. Oh wait, wait, wait. can we, we let's let's finish up the legends? Let's finish up the legends 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 moves. Um, <laughs> Matt Brown versus Diego Lima. Right, so I was I was looking up at these boys. I, I looked up Matt Brown's that first uh, most recent win, which was the Condit one, which I think he looked pretty good in, looked pretty athletic. Could, uh, obviously, it was Condit, so he wasn't going to get knocked out, but like um, you know, he looked good. He looked good. He looked good. He tried to wrestle a little bit. Um, was successful with wrestling, but still, I know he did actually do some wrestling in the second round. He managed to wrestle him, but he didn't get. It was funny, honestly. So as soon as either one of these boys got a takedown, the other one just couldn't get up. Like literally. Condit got Matt Brown down, I think in the third, and he just couldn't get up for shit. And oh, yeah. Condit... Wasn't that, like, the beautiful little, like, step-through sweep? Yeah, yeah, the one that Liam did against uh, Nate, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it was beautiful, it was beautiful. Um, I mean, Leon's was actually cleaner, though, I'll be honest with you. Much cleaner. Like, yeah, was... man, Leon's was filthy, wasn't he? Mm. Goddamn. Goddamn, man. Right, I've been waiting for someone to do that for those floppy, floppy Diaz boys. Like, you can just do that shit. You're so much fuck compared to fucking... <laughs> I mean, anyone with uh, that like, blade of stance. Is... Uh, so, Condit, how did um, so well, yeah, yeah, refresh my, refresh my mind. How did the striking look in that fight? Striking looked pretty interesting. Um, it was obviously clear that Matt Brown had the power. Uh, Condit was like, because the thing is, is that obviously Matt Brown is so Muay Thai. Both of them are kind of Muay Thai-ish, right? So they, Matt Brown came in with that high guard, you know, like slowly plodding from the center towards um, uh, Condit, which I don't think normally would have worked. But because of Matt Brown was doing that shoulder feint and that leg feint, it meant that Condit was either backing up ready for the leg kicks because he was actually throwing leg kicks, Matt Brown, but and the straight. But like Condit was just backing up and he was kind of a little bit worried about that. Still throwing, still being a G, but circling a lot and allowing himself to get pressured. Um, it's strange in that for me, it was kind of strange because uh, Condit won that fight on the decisions but to me it looked like Matt Brown won it like he clearly won the first and I thought he won the second but um, no I thought he won the third I think Condit got the second because of the takedown but Matt Brown was definitely landing the damage um, and it was a good old fight it was, it was actually a bit of a banger to be honest with you it was two legends actually looking looking like them themselves do you know what I mean which is not yeah. usually what yeah. you get that's the, that's the, thing, the, thing, the thing with Condit is that like I feel like Matt Brown's chin is sort of deteriorating, but he sort of didn't be, doesn't really matter because Condit's not the biggest puncher at this, at this stage of his career. Mm -hmm. But the, you know, I think it's a bit of an, like, I feel like Condit has kept his chin. I feel like one of the only, like, he's lost a little bit of his explosion, lost a bit of his stuff, but he's kept 
Little bit suspect. I mean, I think he looked all right. He looked all right, not gonna lie. But I mean, uh, it's crazy that that uh, Condit still got his chin because he has been in some absolute wars. Like he does eat. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! Isn't it? Yeah. Right. And have you ever seen the the Lawler fight? That's yeah. Crazy. I've seen bits of it. I mean, it's yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's five round. That's one of the fights where put boys put all of themselves in that ring, like <laughs> just laid it all out. Yeah, gas them. and his fight with GSP as well was crazy. Like just blood gas and glory all the time for Condit. He's definitely like he was a fan favorite early on. Yeah, no doubt. No he's doubt, got that crazy unorthodox style. Like you don't know where them kicks are coming from. But I feel like it's a little bit outdated now. Like people see a lot of the stuff coming, but earlier people just weren't seeing any of it coming. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Well, the thing is, is the problem is with him, you just kind of know that he's going to end with a kick most of the time. He'll, like, throw a couple of hands that aren't too damaging, and then he'll throw a kick. Like, yeah. it's quite easy to predict a little bit. But he's still got some really creepy moves, um, and he looks great, you know? Like, uh, I mean, the fact that he's landed that step in is, like, he's still reinvented the game, you know? He's still... Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly, crazy. exactly. He's still, yeah, he's still learning new things. Mm-hmm. Take down the is what it is. Oh, it's very sad. It's very, very sad. <laughs> Boy's got no, no hips whatsoever. <laughs> Never learned to get up either. He just didn't need that part of his game, apparently. He was like, nah. Nah, mate. I'm losing all these fights and decisions because I'm getting rode, but nah. Don't need it. Fuck that shit. Fuck, that's for pussies. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I watched Lima's. I think I watched two of his fights um, just now. He's very, he's quite similar to his brother. Um, likes to get backed up. Likes to not throw very much until he really needs to. Um, until he's losing a fight, basically. Like I think in this one, the way it's going to look is Matt Brown's going to be pressuring him. Liga's gonna, Lima's going to be accepting it, and I actually think that it's going to be either really boring because it's going to be Matt Brown backing him up and like Lima just kind of like accepting it. Maybe like worrying in with a little bit of the hands and Matt Leach being a little bit like because Matt kind of tends to be like he's had some fights where he's looked really lacklustre because he's just kind yeah, of like I, played down I, to his I've butt wrote, level. I wrote the same thing on my notes. Yeah, they. Right, okay. I expect this, this could definitely turn into a bit of a shit show. Could be an absolute shit show, but I, I mean, it, it's one of them ones where Matt Brown just lost his most recent fight, so hopefully he's got a chip on his shoulder. Hopefully he wants to come in there and murder someone. Um, you know, uh, I I think he could actually land a lot of damage on Lima. Lima's probably got... Because Lima's not super fast. He's not actually got crazy hand speed or crazy foot movement or, like, step-ins or anything like that. And he, he doesn't throw that many combos. Brown's defense is pretty good. Um, so, oh, oh, it's... Yeah, yeah. so Brad Brown's coming off that lot, uh, decision loss to um, Condit. And he's not had a win since 2019, which was over Ben Saunders, yeah. who, bless him, didn't have... Yeah, it's crazy. Matt. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he lost against Condit and then he lost against uh, Miguel Baeza, who's at 10-1, though. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. Miguel, Miguel Baeza, he was piecing Baeza up, looking amazing in there. Looking really good, landing elbows, landing boxing. He just got donked and couldn't take it. Oh, is it? Is it? Is it? Fair play. Oh, really, yeah. So is it? So is it? Really what? So the stats here are saying... Uh, Two knockdowns for Beza and forty-two out of seventy-nine and thirty-three out of sixty-one. Uh, stats-wise. 
Mr. Roboto, coming for a bottle. Um, so yeah, I mean that okay. one could be, it could be good, could be sad. It, I, I mean, I kind of, I, I, I have a feeling because Diego's not the 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 like best boxer that it's actually going to be a bit of a banger to be honest with you because I mean maybe Diego's going to be throwing a lot of shit Matt's going to be able to evade like quite easily because I don't think Diego throws like maybe like one three piece a match like he really is not very active at all um it's just, it's just whether or not if Diego accepts being backed up I think it's going to be a boring fight but I think if he doesn't and knows he's got to stay in the ring and fight him stay in the middle of the ring and fight him then it could be a bit of a banger um but yeah, yeah. We'll see, some leg power and stuff like that but he's really he's not as powerful as his brother no doubt um yeah and like he again it's a problem the same problem he throws on the back foot like it's difficult to land that much damage when you throw on the back foot like um his hands are all right i don't I, what's his what's his KOs and and how many KOs has he got in fight 17 and 8 which is not great record he got people yeah. blow which is exciting so, so, I mean, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too right, too right. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I mean, actually, uh, yeah. Lima's not got. He's not got. He's got one knockout over Chad, little mouse face surprise. <laughs> uh, um, oh man, fucking hell! Did, did you know this? You know he fought. Um, oh mate, he's had a couple. In twenty fifteen, had a couple of really bad two fights. Um, so he lost against the Dirty Bird, Tim Means. Yeah. KO'd in the first round, bro. Um, oh, God damn. <laughs> yeah. That's sick, That's sick. I need to watch that, man. <laughs> Me too, bro. I mean, Dirty Bird ain't even, even that big of a puncher, but, like, crazy, crazy. Um, and then after that, so he had January, March. Oh, mate, he had two months off, came back, and fought Ling Ji Lang. Yeah. The leech. Why would you do that? <laughs> <The> <laughs> yeah. He wanted to paint, mate, and he got it. He got knocked out in the first round again. I mean, no wonder he plays on the back foot nowadays if he got knocked out twice in a row. It's After bro, two months after. I'll be honest with you, bro. Like Diego Lima's record is really sad. It's really quite sad. Like, let me just read out. 2014, when he first came into uh, first came into the UFC, I guess it was a tough fun, tough bout, tough. Uh, he came through tough, I guess. Um, yeah. Oh, fine, a middleweight as well. He's fine, a middleweight. Wow, I didn't know that. But, um, yeah. got KO'd in the first round in a minute by Eddie Gordon, right? And then he managed to get a decision, and then he got them two KO losses in the first rounds again in 2015. And then he got submitted in 2017. So he took a year out, 
got submitted and then <laughs> came back in 2018, lost the decision. So that's crazy. He's had. Man, five, <laughs> how, how are you still in the UFC? Like, five of his eight losses have been in the UFC. <laughs> <laughs> mate, mate, not only that, mate. Oh, wait, oh no. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So he had five losses and then he. Um, he knocked out Chad Laprise in round one, which I've got to kind of watch. And then he beat Court McGee, which is kind of testy. Like, uh, I was watching a little bit of that fight, and it looked like Court was winning, but, I mean, it could have been the other way around. Um, yeah, I mean, it could have turned. I mean, I've definitely watched fights for Lever Sport before, which I can kind of understand why they're cutting in a way that, I mean, I, I haven't seen a lot of these first-round stoppages, which is a kind of different story, but there's been a lot of fights where it looked like he definitely could be winning the fight if he chose to let his hands go. Mm. But he wasn't. He looked like he, you know, had the timing of the guy, but wasn't doing it. But you know, a lot of what you're saying here is a bit worrying. It's a bit worrying. I mean, it, it, yeah. I mean, I don't know who I back it. A man who gets knocked out versus Matt Brown. Like, I think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's worth yeah, worth a few sneaky shackles on Matt Brown. You know what I think? Yeah, put a couple of shells on that. A couple of clams, no doubt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Right. So that's that one. That's that one done. Who yeah, the fuck that, else we got? got so who's, who's your, your favourite legend of the card? Matt Brown, Ollie Neck, or Chan Sung Jung? Oh, oh man. I, oh. I think. Oh, I think it's got to be. Oh, I don't know, mate. They're all great. They're all great. I mean, I love Ollie Neck for the meme ability of him. Like, the fact that he's just like some anaconda dinosaur hybrid. Like, it's just amazing to me. Yeah, the fall. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. His cranium, it's, his cranium alone impresses me. Um, but like Matt Brown, he's got great style. I think I, I, I think Chancellor Johnny is probably my favourite out of you know name them two boys. Chancellor Johnny is probably my favourite. He's just he's such a goat, mate. He's such a goat. I love his slipping. I love his boxing. Like he's a power yeah. hitter. Um, I think he's had a bad la bad last performance, so it's kind of like making me a little bit uh, hesitant to say he's my favourite. But he's probably my favourite. I mean, when it comes down to technique out of all these boys, he's, he's got some techers, isn't he? The way, the way he flips the jab and throws the right hand is just a thing of beauty. You don't get much of it, don't they? Mm. Same way. Yeah, exactly. And just the, like, just the, just the, like, the pressure that he puts on as well is pretty, uh, like, amazing to watch. Do you know what I mean? They've got fucking rocks in his hands as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he's, throwing, he's throwing some meat about, no doubt, no doubt. And, and, and he fucking pulls a twister off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the thing. That's the thing. There's always that shit going on. Like, I mean, it'd be interesting to see if, D if Dan Ige wants to try and wrestle them or not. Like, yeah, 100%, 100%. I definitely feel as though, like, if they get into the long extended grappling, be like, Jung will end up on top in scenarios. And he's got fucking horrible ground pound. He's so vicious. He's always looking for damage. So I think, like, I think he's definitely got potential for fight of the night. But I think I'm going to give. I feel you, I feel you. But um, uh, mate, I, 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 I've already put, I want to put my bet down for fight of the night. I'm gonna go Marlon Vera, David Grant. I think it's gonna be the one. Mister Roboto, come back to me. Exactly, and Vera's gonna have a lot to prove in this one. A lot to prove. Um, I think he might even start off. Go on. Go on, sorry. 
Well, I was just going to say, it was, I think it's going to be Vera in the middle of the cage and Davey doing the outside work. David Grant does some beautiful shit. I, I, honestly, like, I love the work he does, mate. Honestly. He's got... Honestly, he's definitely English's best over, by the way. Yeah, yes, yes. English boys, mate. English boys, come on. The football English team. Boys, mate. He's, 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 our first, he's our first big over, by the way, since, since uh, Brad Pickett, the boy. <sighs> legend. The absolute legend. Gee, I wish I'd been around when Brad Pickett was fighting, mate. That would have been amazing. It really would have been. <laughs> I wish I was around when he was when Brad Pickett was fighting. Like, yeah, I'm when he fucking beat DJ. I saw. Did DJ have the belt then, or was he was he fighting? <laughs> nah, he wasn't. He was just some little like fucking talented, unlike. I think he'd only ever taken one loss. Still very impressive. I mean, how? You, I mean, he only a little bit bigger than DJ. Very impressive. Mm. Very mm. impressive. Mm. No doubt. Brad Pickett's got some skills, man. He's a cool fighter. But I think the. This is my little, this is my call for the sort of like, the sleeper of the night, if you will. What, Molinaro Grant? Grant? No, 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 I'm going for Kaelin Kalos Williams versus Matthew Schemlenberg. Alright, alright, we'll discuss that, but I do want to go back to Grant, because I do want to discuss some of the tricks he does, like, they're pretty okay, sexy. Okay, 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 nice, nice, mate, give me a second break down, let's go. Um, oh, you want to go to a little breakdown now? No, yeah, yeah, no, just, yeah, just tell me, tell me what you think about the... How, how you envision this uh, this Grant Verify happening? All right, all right, all right, okay. Well, I'm going to start it off by just saying, like, I watched that Grant uh, knockout uh, against uh, his most recent one against, what's his name? Uh, let me check. Against yeah, 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 Martinez. Yeah. Oh, oh, mate, he did some of the shit he did in that fight. He does a lot in the other fights, but he looked sharp as fuck. Like, he looked some, did some sharp shit in that one. Like, he did, you know, the knockout, which was the fucking sickest, slickest thing. He'd, he'd been doing it all fight as well. He did the in the pocket switch stance, which is literally just a jump. Like he did, he did the left hook sometimes. He did left hook, right hook sometimes. But this one, he went switch stance, left hook to the body or right hook to the body, overhand. Yeah. And it was just yeah. all left hook. Oh, it was so clean, mate. That switch stance in the pocket is actually like makes me want to throw. Makes me want to throw, doesn't it? It's, it's actually a creepy ass move, and he used it to defend as well. He he did the switch stance. Wait for him to throw, and then backed off at one point. Like he did that quite a few times. It was so so cool. I love that shit. Um, yeah, 100. He got some very weird moves to cover distance. I love it. Wasn't even covering distance though, bro. He was in the pocket. He's like standing in front of the man. Could punch him. He could get punched. And he switches stance. He literally jumps into other stance. Be, like, and he did that. He did the what is it called? He did. He did like a little bit of a shuffle with his feet. You know, where he goes back and forwards with him. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, loved all, loved all of that work, mate. Loved all of that work. He also did a, he managed to land a really clean ass. So he was on, a, he was in regular stance, right? And he managed to land a rear right hook to the body and then a rear right hook to the head at one point. He just creeped out. It's so cool. <laughs> that is very nice. It's very nice. Yeah, I, I love the constant body work and the constant angles, angles that he throws punches at. Yeah. Constantly, you know, he's mixing up these straight shots and these looping shots. But like, yeah. Mm. It's like, yeah. How do you think that the, uh, how do you think the, you know, the, 
Well, what's kind of interesting is that, like, um, Grant, they talked about Grant being a grappler or a grappling, having success in grappling. Um, yeah. In the in the in, uh, as a commentary, and I was quite surprised by that because I've only seen him really do well on the feet. But in the first fight with Vera, he actually managed to hold his own on the ground quite well. Managed to like managed to lay on top of him in full guard for quite a lot, um, for quite a while in the third round. I personally, what I what I actually watched, I re- I really quickly watched the um, Sean O'Malley uh, Vera fight. Right, mate. Yeah. Although Vera lands that one beautiful kick, like. Sean fucks him right up with the switch stance and the fainting and the boxing and like the kicking the, uh, the, the, the frequent kicking really did him a lot like it fucked up it, Vera just couldn't really do anything and I don't know if he was yeah. waiting out the round but like he looked he, he didn't throw anything apart from that one kick like really didn't really didn't so um yeah I worry for him I worry that if he's become more patient that he's just gonna get chopped up but I do think that he's got the more power like Grant has got some really creepy slick stuff, so I think he could probably end up winning a decision. That's probably what I'd go with. Mm. Yeah, I think that, you know, Vera is typically, like you're, like you're saying, quite, because he's very, he's got very, like, slick movement, he's very reactionary. Reminds me of Masvidal early in his career time. He's mm. quite easily backed up the face because mm. he's trusting his defence and he, he finds two defence. Yeah, he probably so, just thinks I, that something's going to come at some point. And he's just like, that's fine, bro. It's all good. It's all good. Like, like Masvidal yeah. does, you know. Thinks he's gonna win it either way. Yeah, so I can definitely see. I can definitely see. I can definitely see what you're saying. I think that, you know, Davy keeps it. Davy keeps the pressure. Keeps keeps the pressure going. Keeps it in the. Keeps doing all the tricks that you're saying. And I, you know, I didn't. I, I think I only watched the one fight with Grant. I went back and watched another one after you showed me the Vera fight. I didn't think he was such a active kicker either. He's quite active with the kicks. Everything like you mm. know, he's just very awkward in general. He's showing a lot at you. Mm. I like. Mm. I think I, I think I do like David Grant this fight as well. Yeah, nice. Yeah, me too, me too. I mean, I think it's weird because he does eat leg kicks quite a lot. Like he does, he 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 doesn't really check anything. He doesn't get out of the way because he's switch dancing a lot in the pocket. He's just there for him. Like every fight I've watched appears, he does eat kicks. So I do worry about that. That's that's the one element I think is good. Could be a bit of a game changer. Um, yeah, I just think there's the yeah, and it looked like yeah, it looked like it looked like they were fairly even in the in the grappling regard, like you were saying. But you know, what I mean, I feel like Davy, you know, he definitely he, like I've watched, I watched, I think I've watched like his first, like, I've watched some one of his earlier fights, and I've watched him knock out the dude recently, and I just watched that Vera fight. But he, I think his base is grappling, yeah, heavy grappling. But he looks like he's got a lot more, you know, just tenacious. He looks like he's he, he's changed his mentality. He, he, he sort of fights a little bit more like a striker now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean he's very, he's very, very like, he's very ballsy as a striker. Do you know what I mean to be switch dancing in the pocket, to be like doing stuff, like he's really confident with some of the shit he throws as well. Like he does that that stutter step kick, he did that like twice off the like straight off the bat against Vera. Um, do you know what I mean where he like stutters and you kind of like know he's gonna throw a kick or like know he's gonna run at you or something like that and makes you block high and he just kicks his leg. Um, he's got some. I just like the body work from this fight as well, you know what I mean? Like, Vera's very good at keeping his hands up mm. and leaning mm. away from shots and parrying shots of his hands and things like that. But, like, you go to the body, it opens up a lot. And Davey's just so consistent with going to the body. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he's going to probably end up overwhelming him with the work that he does because uh, Vera's probably just going to end up being defensive and Grant's going to carry on throwing combos at him and stuff. 
but I, 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 yeah, I think that's on the slide going to be. I, I, that's my vote for fight of the night. No doubt. Fight of the night, yeah. It's very, very much not a bad shout, mate. Very much not a bad shout. Mm. I mean, yeah, I mean, Chia Vera as well. Like, you've got to think as well. Like, David Grant, he like they look like they look like very well matched fighters, and David Grant looks obviously won their rematch and is coming off a lot more momentum than Vera is. But at the same time, Vera's gone in there and been in the ring with people like Sean O'Malley, who we know is going to become like a top five, top ten talent. He's gone in there and been in there with guys like Aldo. Like, mm. he's, he's taken some big steps up recently in class, so maybe it'll take a little bit of pressure off him fighting someone he doesn't hold in such high regard. See that, I see that, I see that. Uh, I mean, along those that note, you know, I mean, I think composure might play a big part in it. You know, Grant does tend to spunk himself. Like, he... um. He throws a lot, yeah, and he doesn't really stop throwing. So, like, maybe in the later rounds, Vera can find something. Um, he's heavy yeah, hitter, like true, I said. Yeah, true, true, true. Marvel is very good at controlling his energy. Mm-hmm. Man, it's gonna be a good fight. It's gonna be a good fucking fight. What was the uh, what was the one you were thinking of? Uh, this fight of the night. I was not much fight of the night, but maybe just sort of like under the radar fight of the night. I think I think probably I think the. Zombie of a point to prove after that last fight and Danny Gay coming off that recent KO, I think that's probably going to be five nine. It's a very fair shout. Yeah, it's a very fair shout. But, um, in terms of, like, the sleeper of the night, I think I'm going to give it to Caden Chaos Williams. Chaos Williams coming off of, uh, he knocked out, remember he knocked out, uh, Abdul Razak Hassan, with that beautiful straight as Hassan was going for the leg kick. Ooh, not too sure I do remember that, but, Wait, um... He literally, he put, put fucking, put Razak in an absolute coffin, made him completely stiff. Razak went for a, literally a perfect, the perfect MMA counter. Razak goes for the rear leg kick, and with his hands down, and Chaos just catches him, dink, right on the chin of a perfect right hand. Wait, where's Chaos Williams on this card, bro? He is, he's called Kaylin Williams, Kaylin Williams, and he is on three limbs, one, two, three, four, five, to the bottom. Are you... Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, here we go. Oh, okay. So he lost against Michael Pereira, which is understandable. Yeah, it's very understandable. Oh. And Pereira, I think Pereira is a top 10 talent easily. At middleweight, he's just got such great moves. He's so big, he's so tall. I mean, he's got all the skills if he fights normally, like a normal person. <laughs> yeah, in the top 10. Yeah, no, you're not wrong, you're not wrong, you're not wrong. I mean, yeah, he's a very, very, he's a very tricky fighter to be fighting, no doubt. I mean, it's crazy. This yeah. uh, Chaos it's Williams, bro, he's... Mate, Chaos Williams has got two under under thirty seconds. His first two fights in the UFC are under thirty seconds KOs. I'm saying, mate, this other boy is coming off Matthew Schellenberger. He's got three. He's coming off three finishes, two submissions, and one knockout. <laughs> two submissions. Oh, what's Chaos um, look like on the ground? Does he as he's grappling?
but he can definitely get caught, and Chaos Williams has got incredible power and just amazing finishing instincts. But at the same time, I think that, you know, I think the leg kick, he seldom guy throws him, throws him heavy, and he throws him behind a jab, and he doesn't throw him naked like, like Razak was when he got caught. I think he's, I think he's going to have some success with the leg kick. Maybe he'll get to Chaos early, but I expect Chaos to get the job done. Definitely. Oh, I like that. What, do you reckon he's going to catch him on the leg kicks? I think I think you either catch him on the leg kicks or just catch him as... He's got a few, like, set combinations he likes to throw Stoltenberg where he doesn't, uh, just doesn't move his head very much while he throws them. Mm. He's, got, he's got certain things he throws, like he throws a nice jab and he always stuff without some left, always dips. Like he's got very good fundamentals in some things, but he's got a certain a few attacks that he just rushes in there with and doesn't move his head very much. I mean, he's going to get caught. Okay, alright, I see that, I see that. Sounds like a bit of a fucking yeah, wild that, one. Yeah, there's a bit of a sleeper there. There's a bit of a, a, a I think Chaos Williams, if he can, he, at times he looks really wild, and at times he looks really good, I think if he can, you know, like, really, like, hone his skills and hone his talents, he can be a definite problem for his scum. Well, what's he, uh, who did he, uh, what's it called, um, did he has, he has he has he lost any fights? He, oh, so he lost the decision against Pahea. Did he look a little bit wild in that one today? He lost the again. The decision against Pahea. Did he look a little bit wild in that one? Was it? He looked a bit. He looked a bit wild at times. Like Pahea was being very awkward from a distance, tacking his legs, poking him. You know, being really really good with the jab, stepping in with the jab, fighting really fundamental, and mixing in good kicks. And and, and he was also like. I don't know. Yeah, he was. He, he kind of got. He, Chaos came in thinking that he could, thinking that he could just time Perea, and Perea didn't give them the opportunity to time him. And then as as it became clear that 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 Chaos wasn't going to land just the one shot, he started winging shots a little bit much, and you know, getting himself out of position. I think he got taken down by Perea a couple times. Right. Oh, okay. That's interesting. I mean, Perea's got jits in here. Yeah, Perea's got jits. He's got timing, and he's just. Yeah, I think he's actually mm. just a problem when he fights properly. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, he's got everything that he needs to. Like, you know, he's got all the athleticism and, like, you know, he's got the weapons of the length and the... Um, he's got, you know, like you said, timing, actually. He's got very, very good timing. He, to, to land flying knees, you know, he does land flying knees pretty consistently, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and from that, it literally kind of, you know, sometimes fall back at the time. He's just really well. Mm. Right. Sorry, mate, you're breaking up a little bit. Still Mr. Roboto, can't hear you. Are we back? Oh, yeah, here we go, mate, here we go. Okay. I just say, for a man that throws a lot of, you know, does a lot of unorthodox techniques, throws a, like, in, in his fight against Connolly, where he got wrestled by the much smaller man that he just took really not seriously and stuff, like, he got really gassed in that fight, but he's literally doing backflips and backflips and backflips and backflips. But, like, when he when he fights normally, for a guy his size, I think he's got a really good gas tank. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong, you're not wrong. I mean, when he throws jabs in that lot, when he doesn't just, like, spunk himself, yeah, he looks good, actually, isn't he? Yeah. Mm. Uh, there's a bit of that, yeah. I mean, that's, 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 a good, that's a good learning fight for a young fighter, fighting a guy like Correa. I think it just gives you the... It lets you know that there's certain guys that you're not going to be able to just, you know, sit back and time on. You're really going to have to put pressure on them and make them make mistakes on their own. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apart from that, I mean, this, this, this guy is just littered with littered with good fights, really. All throughout, all throughout. I mean, there's a couple of these, uh, couple of these women's flyweights and women's strawweights that I'm not too, um, not too familiar with, but they're coming in with good records, like 12 and one versus 16 and two. Well, I mean, what was I saying last week, innit? Like, the, the past three cards, we've had an equal amount of knockouts in the women's strawweight division as the women's... Uh, as No, yeah, the women's flyweight division. Wait on a sec. Oh, okay. So, the women's flyweight division has had three finishes in the last three cards. Heavyweights have had three finishes in the last three cards. Women's flyweight have had two KOs in the last three cards. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, lightweight has only had one KO, um, and what's that one? L. Uh, oh, light heavyweight has only had one KO. That's literally it, bro. <laughs> it's literally it's quite an astonishing stat, really. I mean, the I mean, this this should be a good card, isn't it? There's only one heavyweight card on this card. Only one heavyweight card on this card. Um, apart from, from uh, Ollie Neck versus Spivak, which I'm. Sure, he's ending it. He's ending it. Uh... Oh yeah, he's yeah. so good. Just so much. It's gonna you're gonna get you out of there, or you're gonna be sloppy shit by the time round two ends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna get you out of there and get himself out of there. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, speaking of that heavyweight fight, though, have you seen the cranium on uh, a Ro a Roque Roque Martinez, the heavyweight? <laughs> Roque Martinez. Yeah. <laughs> Where is he? Where is Roque Martinez on this card? Yeah, he's a prelim. Such a Mexican head. I mean, it's one of the worst beard situations I've ever seen, but. I mean, honestly, what goes through a man's head when he's just like, yeah, you know what I want, Barber? I want just the chin strap. Just give me the chin strap. That's what I want. I want to act like I've got a helmet on. Safety first here, guys. Come on, let's go. I don't want them uh, cauliflowers. Can you just give me, like, a headband? That'll sort me out. <laughs> All right, bro. Hold on, hold on. We're going a little bit static. So sad. There we go. We're back, mate. We're back. <laughs> good back, good back, good back. <laughs> Would... Yeah, mate. Just should be there. It's just throwing rock. It's a good, it's a good fight for a lot of the. There's not many, not many lightweight fights. So by your, by your statistics, this should be quite a good card. There's not many, there's not many lightweights on it, and mm. lightweights have been getting a lot of KOs recently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, there's, you know, a women's straw weight, a women's fly rate. The women's fly rate, right, that's a guaranteed KO right there. Exactly, guaranteed, exactly, guaranteed, bro. <laughs> guaranteed KO right there. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of cool, though. We've got actually, like, it was a joke to start, we've got 7-1 and one versus 6-0. and oh. That's actually pretty dope. Yeah, it's very good, isn't it? It's very good. It's good to see, good to see UFC trying to stick it out there, fly rate division. It really is. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I mean, this girl that that has got seven and one, she lost against Molly McCann, which is very understandable. You know, you're fighting a meat. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's good. Yeah. When when you're seven and one and you're one loss against someone as good as Molly. Mm. 
Oh, my days. And, mate, it actually might be a flow, a fucking flow at knockout. She got a... The other girl, who's 6-0, got a flow at knockout. Uh, round two. In, in Feb. In Feb. Oh, man. Yeah, mate. This is going to be... Might be a little bit of a banger. And that's, like, the first fucking fight on the card. Why? Very strange. Very, I mean, like... It's very strange because the, I think she's the only un, she's the only undefeated fighter on this card, and they put her at the bottom of the thing. It's a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, a little bit odd, a little bit odd. I mean, it is a six and zero, six and zero. True, but I mean, there's a six and one light heavyweight fight. It's just that light heavyweights, you know, they just expect it to be okay. so lazy. <laughs> oh man, and this fucking guy, this fucking light heavyweight guy who's six and one, he's his two recent fights have been two decisions. His only two fights in the UFC have been decisions. Oh my god! Exactly, they're slobs. They're absolute slob. <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't you put Chaos Williams there? You know that's going to be a fucking banger. It's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. That's, that's, that's why I said it as my sneaky side. I don't understand why that's not top of the, of the prelim. Mm. Yeah, I mean, how many people are going to watch that? Probably not going to be watched that much, to be honest with you. Yeah, like literally, like, who's, who's watching the fourth fight into the prelim? Great guy, I love that guy. He's he's, he's like um he's uh he's a brother of Kermit, isn't he? Kermit the Frog. The records are pretty amazing. Sixteen and two and twelve and one. It's like unheard of in the women's divisions. Oh yeah, let's get some. Let's get that going on, mate. That's what we want. Beetle the juice, like surely he's got to have juicy. Like it's gonna be juicy as hell, right? That's the thing. I wouldn't. Uh, that's, that's the problem for me. Is like you know, if Beetle was fighting in one FC right now, he would be on the juice. Mm. I can't imagine a guy as smart as Oscar is gonna allow Oscar to take juice. But I mean, thinking about it now, Oscar's probably gonna be on the juice as well. <laughs> will he though? I don't know if he will. I just don't know if he'll. I think he'll just. He'll go in there, think I, I don't need the juice to fight guys on a boxer, but maybe, maybe he's, yeah, I, I would like to see the you know, those two stuff. They're all the spark. Mm. Boxer's out of Hoya, you know, by all rights, he just do horrible things to
it's hard. Mod juice would be a lot more competitive, but I mean, it's actually insane, bro. Oscar De is forty-eight years old. It's it's getting to that like, what do they do when when do they do that? Um, oh, uh, Royce Gracie fight. How old was he then? Versus Ken Shamrock. Do you remember that? So he's pretty old. But not as old. I mean, I can definitely, you know, I hate all these fights. But I can see this one being more entertaining than some of the other ones. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. No doubt. No doubt. I think is is. is, is I think Vitor brings a little bit something different as well because he's he's a southpaw that can throw a straight punch properly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, especially like he's an animal with the juice. He really is an animal with the juice. Like. Um, yeah, yeah. he switches his fucking brain switches like <laughs> I don't think he's just going to be fucking angry and marching down fucking <laughs> swinging a hair all day no <laughs> <laughs> man it's just crazy crazy these times though yeah Anderson fighting against Anderson it's nice hearing Anderson you see, you see what I posted in the group chat that nice little like wholesome video call between Chris Weidman and Anderson yeah, man. Oh, man. It's a really sweet little bromance I like seeing going on, to be honest with you, mate. Like... Very lovely. I, I super respect fucking... A lot of respect for Chris Wyden after seeing that. Just being, like, open and just, like, you know, just looking at him with hindsight and apologising to him. And just sort of, like, laying it on the table as well. Because I'd always thought he was just a bit of an arsehole who just tore his leg break and just celebrated. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. But for him to say it and be like, yeah, I didn't, I, like, I, I knew I'd hurt you, but I didn't know it had broken. And, like, and Ransom Silver to be like, you know, I get it, you're just celebrating all the adrenaline. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was quite funny because when I was watching, when I was watching the video clip, like, they, they talked about how, like, um, uh, what's it called? How, uh, Weidman came around afterwards. He was like, yeah, you know, I like, um, uh, I was walking around the cage and then, you know, I came around, like, I just made one check check you're okay. I didn't realise he was like, I didn't, I didn't realise he'd celebrated afterwards because then they afterwards, after that, after he, said, after he said that, they then showed the clip of him, like, walking around celebrating while, <laughs> while Wilder was fucked. I thought it was just, like, him blatantly lying for fight, what, however, however long afterwards, but, no. <laughs> 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 that is good news though. that's good news I, I mean I rated the whole like you know fucking um, him being open and tech, like saying the stuff about him you know like with the fans and that because I mean that must, that would be something that's kind of eating at you a little bit like you know it's not something that Wyman would feel good about you know um, taking pictures with fans about that shit I, oh yeah you yeah, know yeah, yeah, yeah. can't imagine anyone definitely. would Yeah, exactly. He didn't need to, you know. He didn't need to say it. Uh, you know, uh, what's called a uh, silver. Probably wouldn't even have known that would, that had gone on. But like, yeah, I respect that. I respect that because it's clearly something that he thought about. Yeah, getting a lot of respect, mate. That camp though, it's just like you know, that camp is full of boys, absolute boys, bro. <laughs> I, I love, I love Andrew just being like, oh yeah, boxing, very interesting, very lovely, very, very funny. <laughs> I like this. I like this sport. Very, 
Maar het is toch clowns en, en die shorts. Zij nice. Hij laat je. Het is zo funny. De question was like, the question was like, so how do you feel about, how do you feel about um, where being able to wear yellow shorts again? Is it like, you know, nice and nostalgic? He was like, yes, it's very, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. It's uh, what the hell did he fucking say? <laughs> Since we should have done it. I just think it's all very funny with the, with the gloves, you can show your personality in as well. It's just Michael Jackson, man. I love that. It's so good. Oh, he's so lovable, though. He's such a lovable man. It's unreal. <laughs> I love the fact as well that Chael, his whole career, has just been saying, like, it's bullshit. He can speak English. He just chooses not to. That's the reason he can just speak in English. <laughs> 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 Wait, Silver not... I, I feel like Silver spoke to the... Nah, nah, Silver spoke the whole time during UFC, Silver spoke Brazilian. But then as soon as he left UFC, he started speaking in English in the interviews. He was speaking in English during uh, like post-fights and that, wasn't he? Am I wrong? Nah, literally, literally not. Maybe maybe his last, maybe last couple, but like, for, for his whole... That's why he was... Much, like, as, as much as Anthony Silver was stupidly revered, everyone thought he was the best fighter in the world. Anthony Silver never did big numbers in his prime. And it's because of that. Wow, okay, okay, interesting. It's crazy how that really changes things, doesn't it? I mean, like, I mean, how big Canelo's got after that one little... Get the fuck out of here, man. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. You motherfucker! You're a funny fucker like that. I've watched that shit loads. You trash Spider-Man. You trash Spider-Man. It was such a beatdown as well. Like, the boy had nothing to say back to that shit. Like, what could he say? <laughs> and that's the fight. That's the that's the boy you uh, you said that would be an alright or a good old fight, wouldn't it? As well. Yeah, and Andrade wouldn't give Canelo that awkward of a fight. Thing. Andrade gives a lot of people many many problems. He's like he's like a southpaw with a really long extended reach. Comes at you from really awkward angles. Can take a shot really well. Has really good cardio. I think you know he's like me for Canelo, but he's a good fighter. Yeah, you can't really be doing that. Can't really do that. He'll break your face, mate. Initially. He'll <laughs> break your face. <laughs> exactly. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> Truly is one of the goats. Mhm. So wait. Um, so I'm a little confused. Is um, is uh, is Silver fighting? Silver fighting. Uh, fucking. Julio, Tyson. Julio, Julio Chavez Jr. Julio Caesar. Julio Julio Caesar Chavez Jr. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, it's a bit more. Yeah, yeah, he's fighting that boy. Yeah, man, isn't he? Isn't he like one of the goatedest goated fighters ever? Am I wrong? Nah, he's uh, his dad is. Oh okay. Oh dad okay. Is. Yeah, this boy's like his son. He's like, he's a, like, yeah. He was he was an alright fighter. He's he's fight. He's got he, he works the body well, which I worry about, Anderson. Mm, yeah, that is a little bit more. He works the body well. He's got power in both his hands. But he's not the best fighter defensively, and he kind of has a little bit of quit in him. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, Anderson ain't, ain't going to quit. Yeah, Anderson ain't going to quit. He might get knocked out, but he's not going to quit. Not going to quit, man. Not going to quit. He'll get knocked out, and then be like, thank you, thank you for knocking me out, I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate the experience. I love that. I couldn't do the value. Goodbye. <laughs>
<laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? It's just, I, I love that, I love that shit. I mean, it's same as, like, you know, fucking Manny Pacquiao, like, he just looks like a little, tiny little nerd, and he's actually a destroyer, probably murder any of us. He's a proper little bit loving, isn't he? He's just such a killer. <laughs> Great shit. Mate, you know, I think, um, going full circle now, I think Julio Chavez Jr., uh, uh, Julio Chavez, Julio Cesar Chavez is um uh is a fighter in Ippo Makanuchi. Oh wow! Wow! Yeah. Wow! 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 So what did it, I mean? Did he did he let people get? Did he not? Did he never unify the belts? Mayweather. Nah, that's the thing. That's the thing with Mayweather. He kind of like slipped in between. He slipped. He, he never like. He never. He never. He never really became an undisputed champion. No. Mm-hmm. Was it not somebody he was aiming for? He just. Well, I guess yeah. was he was he not was yeah, he not active enough? Was that it? I think he's always. I think he's always wanted the the the, the bigger fights, which weren't always weren't always the unification belt and I think as well like yeah I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't really know I, I'm just I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that Troy's never unified the belt well, let me check let me check I might just be chatting shit on Troy's name <laughs> oh my Sorry. god Jesus Christ mate mate did, oh my days do you know that Hugh Shogos Jr. went 87 and 0 That's unbelievable. <laughs> and the thing is, and the thing is, I, I, I meant I meant to write something that could, I could pay as like an ending, a little bit of a to this, but I didn't really get to it. What should we do? What should I say? Um. It's like, oh, I, I, I'll, I'll just, I'll just invite, I'll just invite the audience to come watch the fight companion with us instead of we're watching it all. We'll mm. give our predictions live. You can play with us. Yeah, sounds good, man. Sounds good. Let's do it. Yeah, we'll do that, and then we can just like maybe let him know the schedule a little bit, if you like. Um, and we'll say the name of the thing as well. So, we, uh, are you down with? Um, oh, oh yeah, we go. We go with um, MMA again. Yeah, if you're down with that, I mean, we can call it that, and then we always change it up. So. Yeah, exactly, exactly, you know, exactly. Rather than sit here discussing a new name for like two hours, we'll <laughs> yeah. go with that one now. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, so, 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 be sure to follow us on YouTube at MMA Game. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay. All right. Um. Okay. I'll start off.
All right, well, that was our fucking podcast. Uh, we ran out a little bit of time there at the end, but uh, thank you very much for listening. Um, we will be doing a, what's going to call it, Fight Companion on Saturday, is it? Tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah, Saturday, right tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's early. Earlier cards I got for the UK boys. I've got a twi- 12 o'clock main uh, card to the fucking luxury for us. Yes, god damn god send, Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm gonna be feeling fresh on Sunday. Lovely. Um, so, so uh, it starts at, the prelims start at 9. So we'll probably be live 9. Uh, maybe a little yeah, early. Yeah, um, uh, we'll see what John's saying. Maybe we could get John involved, get him on a call at some point as well. Maybe get him involved. Yeah, I'd love that. I'd love that. Cool. Good shit. Good shit. Um, but yeah, we'll be doing that on Saturday at nine o'clock. We'll be on MMA Metagame on YouTube, and then we'll be doing some post-fight breakdowns um, either Sunday, um, yep, Sunday probably, and then yeah, mm-hmm, just giving a little quick takes. If, we, if we're doing the fight, if we're doing a fight companion, we might not do a long old haul. But if there's anything that's particularly stuck out, we might rewatch it and then. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I think we'll, I think we'll just do our big. We'll just do a video of our biggest takeaways of the night and our biggest shock of the night. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I like that. Mm. Um, you know, yeah, we'll do that. Uh, yeah, we'll do that kind of thing. Just we'll give our little best bits kind of thing, and then uh, and then on Wednesday we'll be doing our preview for next week, which is. Garn versus Volkov, cheeky big boy heavyweights. So it's going to be a deci- decision in that. Garn versus Volkov, that's delicious. That's delicious heavyweight striking that is. That is delicious. Uh, yeah, I'm a bit gassed for that one too. It's going to be very creepy, very TP. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Um, All right, man. It's been good with you, man. It's been, man, it's been a fucking pleasure, okay, mate. Bro. It's been a fucking pleasure, bro. I hope you guys can uh, sit and enjoy watching the fights with us on Saturday. Nice, boys. Um, MMA Metagame, out. And we're out. Nice.